I kind of had a choice at that point, not just being patient with the process, but being grateful with the process. And I'm like, mm, man, I went to my dad straight after the game. I'm like, yo, like this shit can't happen anymore, man. I always find the, always try to take the good out of any negative situation. You know, I have players coming in, Xavier, and they'd be like, um, you know, I played so bad. You know, sometimes I'd, I'd be like, hey, bro, hey, I don't know, we, we can't do nothing about that. I can tell you what we can do, we can get some work in right now. Like, if you're not doing plyometrics, you're losing out on a lot of potential for performance. Um, my dad had these tapes of the Laker games. Got to a point where I, I said, you know, I want to play basketball. And I just always wanted to make sure I had the edge over people. It became a part of me, you know, I, I didn't want anybody to get to be better than me. This episode is brought to you by Whoop. Whoop is the only 24-7 wearable technology that measures the everyday stressors both inside and outside of work and training. Whoop measures the physiological data related to sleep, including the quality, duration, and consistency of sleep, strain, which is the internal load from external stress, and recovery, which is the readiness to perform. Whoop uses these three key metrics to call out areas for improvements and reinforce positive habits. If you're looking to join the team, use my discount code BBALL at checkout, or just click the link in my description to get a free 30-day trial with Whoop. Come join the team. Let's level up together. Welcome back to another episode of the Basketball and Barbells podcast. It is day nine of 14, 14 days of Christmas. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in to all these episodes consecutively, um, or if you're just catching up and you just tuned in for this episode, go listen to the other eight, some pretty good stuff in there. Uh, none of the episodes are pretty much over 20 minutes, I think, so they're all quick hitters, so you can listen to them uh, on the way to the gym or if you're going outside, whatever the case is, um, definitely tune into the other episodes. Today, uh, the title is The Secret Tip to Avoiding Overuse Injuries and Burnout. So this is something, especially as we get to the age where players are starting to train uh, pretty young, at least for basketball, soccer, tennis. Uh, today we're going to touch on early sport specialization, why that's not beneficial, in my personal opinion, and how we can avoid that while still continuing to get better at our craft. So um, not too far removed from a couple years ago when I was playing pretty consistently and just having players not necessarily trained at such a young age, but still skilled, but we did not have any of the Kyrie Irving, Steph Currys that we see today. And a lot of that has come from obviously practicing earlier, more often, and specializing in the sport at an early age. But there is a problem with this, which I'll get into in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about what is early sport specialization. So it is defined as the intensive training or competition in organized sport uh, by children under the age of 12 for more than eight months per year with a focus on a single sport to the exclusion of other sports and free play. So that was a long way of saying basically just focusing on one sport for longer than eight months out of the year, especially for younger children, right, under the age of 12. And there have been some benefits. Obviously, like I said, you can develop skills earlier. Um, you can uh, build confidence that way. But in my personal opinion, there are going to be more drawbacks than there are good. And we can touch on just how we can make sure that we can diversify kind of our portfolio. So why is it bad? So to start off with, 
playing a sport repetitively, the same sport over and over for basketball players, obviously it's going to be basketball, soccer, tennis. Is the point? The problem is, as you train at a younger age and you grow and continue to play that sport, you begin to develop overuse injuries. So you're making the same repetitive movements over and over and over again in basketball, right? Jump stops, uh, cutting. Uh, you don't really fully develop as an athlete. And one of the prime examples I have for this, and I actually have another study that I can throw in there. Everyone knows I love studies. Um, Michael Jordan, right? So Michael Jordan, everyone knows, obviously, arguably the GOAT. But at a young age, he was also really into baseball. doesn't matter how good he was. Obviously, everyone knows he stopped playing in the NBA to go play baseball. But he was playing other sports. LeBron James in high school was actually considered a top recruit for football, which actually is... You know, pretty crazy thing about it. he probably would have gone he would have gone D1 for football and maybe had an opportunity to play in the NFL. Um, obviously, Bo Jackson literally did everything. But you see some of the best athletes at their crafts and they didn't just play basketball for their entire life. Steph Curry plays golf. Right. So the, the reason why we need this, in my personal opinion, is to avoid developing overuse injuries. So I was actually reading an article and I, I can link it to you once I find it. But. They actually had the youngest ACL reconstructive surgery, uh, and it was with like a I think I believe it was a nine year old. It was like a nine or ten year old, and it came from a basketball player. You know AAU circuits as we see today. AAU is so important, so big. Um, players are playing year round, so it's getting to the point now where we're having kids come in for ACL surgeries, right? Achilles surgeries, and as we all know, Achilles surgeries are very hard to come back from. But now we're, we have this happening pretty much now at the high school level and it's getting common, right? And then these high school players are now going into the NBA and all of a sudden we start to see spikes in um, non-contact injuries, right? So ligament injuries, Achilles, we saw Kevin Durant. Um, we see these ACL tears. We just see a bunch of non-contact injuries that are really devastating to come back from. And this because... They've been doing the same thing, basketball, 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 with nothing in between. And this is something, obviously, like I talked about before, it's not beneficial for children because their bodies are still growing, right? They're still changing their connective tissue, their height, their weight. Pretty much everything about them is changing on the daily basis. And so to not give it, expose the body to different stimulus, different sports, uh, maybe go from playing football to maybe playing even just tennis, right, or whatever the case is, volleyball, it gives you a different stimulus and it forces the body to adapt in different ways. It can also build your movement library, basically, right? So being able to not only pick up on different things from playing different sports, and I will touch on this a little bit more sport diversification, but it actually transfers, right, if it can transfer. So you can get gains from playing tennis, can bridge that over to basketball, the hand-eye coordination, right? Um, Steve Nash was an amazing soccer player and he's also an amazing point guard um, so again the human body still changing at a young age right overuse injuries and obviously I think this is probably the most important part of this is burnout so if you play a sport every single day from the time that you are let's say four or five right training year-round eight nine ten months out the year not really getting breaks possibly getting a two-week break um, and you do that for the next 10 to 15 years, it doesn't really matter how good you're going to get, you're probably not going to want to do that anymore, right? And 
I've heard this from basketball players, from athletes, uh, overseas players, just telling me, like, hey, like, I asked them, you know, why do, why do you continue to play basketball? What's your goal? And they just say, because I'm good at it. They don't necessarily want to play because they enjoy it anymore. Now it's just becoming something that, you know, it's just a tool for them. And we don't obviously want that. Obviously we want to use this, the game of basketball or whatever sport as a vehicle to get to where we need to. But playing at such a young age, this is probably the most important thing outside of the injury that I see from this is just the burnout that we experience uh, with younger athletes as they get older. All right. So now what, before we get into sport diversification, which I think is the answer to this, um, I want to touch on this article. It's actually about NBA players. Uh, it's titled The Effects of Playing Multiple High School Sports uh, on National Basketball Player Association Players' Propensity for Injury and Athletic Performance. So long story short, they went back at all available information uh, on the Internet. I believe it was, I believe it was U.S. stuff right up the street that did this study, and they looked at um, every NBA player that played multiple sports in high school, the longevity of their career, how long they played, how many games they played per year, um, and just looked at what the effect was from having a foundation of playing multiple sports at a young age and what that looked like after they got into the NBA and maybe some benefits they got from that. Um, so they didn't necessarily interview the players. They just kind of got the information from online. Um, but regardless, they had over 237 athletes in this study, uh, about 36% or 15% were multi-sport athletes, and 201, about 85%, were single-sport athletes in high school. They found that the multi-sport cohort played a, actually a significantly greater percentage of total games than the cohort that didn't play multi-sports. So it was about 78% versus 72%. So about a 6% increase. So the athletes that played multiple sports in high school, so again, it's about 15%, so only 30 36 total athletes out of 237 played multiple sports in this study. The other 200 only played one sport. The athletes that played multiple actually played a greater percentage of total games. And they also saw that there was a greater percentage of the multi-sport athletes were active in a league, uh, indicating increased longevity in the NBA. And this is 94% versus 81%. So that's a big 13% jump. So basically, the athletes that played multiple sports were in the NBA longer. They played more games. All right, there's basically more availability. And as everyone knows, availability is the best ability. So that is obviously an isolated study for NBA players. But if a lot of listeners, if your goal is to play in the league, then this is something that we should probably pay attention to. So with that being said, kind of segueing from that article, Sport diversification, right? Playing as many different sports as often as possible as you get older. So if you're 12, 13 years old, I don't think you necessarily should be focusing strictly on just basketball. And actually, Coleman Ayers actually had a great post about this. Uh, he actually had his athletes, his players playing soccer instead of actually training, which is great. I love that. But playing different sports, uh, not only are you exposing the body to different stimulants like I talked about, you also might have cognitive abilities that may transfer from sport to sport. So, like I said, coordination from soccer, tennis may transfer to basketball, whatever the case is, uh, other way around. But just playing different sports, right? And you avoid that burnout. And um, end of the day, who knows? Maybe you might find a sport you might like that's better than whatever sport you're playing. 
but sport diversification, play different sports, get exposed to different things. And I would focus on a single sport by the time you turn about 15, maybe even uh, 16. That way we avoid the burnout. Um, we're not necessarily developing overuse injuries and we're staying healthy. That's the main thing. So definitely, definitely get out of the comfort zone, try different things and don't just stick to one sport for your entire life. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you again for tuning in to the podcast. It's much appreciated. If you have any questions, again, I link everything in the show notes. Always feel free to uh, give me a follow or just reach out to me. Um, Day nine, got about five more days. So, again, thank you for tuning in. If you just tuned in today, go listen to the other ones. If you haven't, major keys in those. So, again, take today, try different things, and go be great. Thank you for listening to the Basketball and Barbells podcast. I really hope you all got major value from today's episode. Please leave a rating and review of the show and don't forget to tune in to the next episode.